This is Crosstalk, the Curtis and Paula Show. Ray Cruz and MCF Mortgage. Ray believes that integrity is the cornerstone of his business and helping you achieve your home financing goals is his business. Located in the heart of Bethesda, Maryland, contact Ray P. Cruz today to get started. Your home mortgage or refinance options await. Call 301-761-2278 or visit raypcruz.com. Ray P. Cruz, Mortgages Intelligently. You know, there are few relationships more solid than the bond between a man and his barber. For years, I've gotten my cut with Gene the Barber. Gene has been cutting my hair for more than 20 years. Call him directly at 240-687-7253 and make an appointment. Gene the Barber, 240-687-7253. Good evening, everyone. Yes, we're back again. We're back again. Yes, we are back. Cross Talk, the Curtis and Paula Show. I'm Curtis. And I am Paula. And we are back for episode 19. I know it this time. You know what? What? That's legal to drink in Canada. Well, 18 probably is, isn't it? No. It's not? Nope. Okay. Well, guess what? This is Cross Talk, the Curtis and Paula Show, <laughs> and we're still on episode 19. And Katie, we're still legal in Canada. We are. Katie, this is episode 19. We did not make a mistake, or I did not make a mistake with what episode we're on. And happy Memorial Day to everyone. We dropped this episode one day late, but we're always on time. Always. Always on time. So happy Memorial Day to everyone out there. And Memorial Day, do not confuse it with Veterans Day. Memorial Day is so that we can remember those who served. And that would be anyone in any branch of the military who has lost their life while serving or not necessarily even while serving. They were a veteran at some point and they are no longer with us. For me, that would be my grandfather. That would be Ron, my best friend growing up. And that would be Paul Plato. Three people who did serve in the military who are no longer with us. We remember them on this day. And happy Memorial Day to everyone. And I hope you're thinking about those who served, who are no longer with us with fond memories. PJP. PJP. All right, we're coming up on the anniversary of his death in just one day from this episode, June 1st. Mm. He did pass some years ago. Listen, guys, if you want to catch us on social media, it's at Curtis and Paula, and that is Curtis. With a K. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our website is www.curtisandpaula.com. That is Curtis. With a K. We want you to listen to episodes 1 through 18. Play some catch-up because now we are on episode 19. Other podcasts that we partner with, produce, support, lend a hand to, or what have you, would be Take It To You with Turner and O'Neill, The Midnight Truck Stop, Ramblin' Teachers, 911 Radio. Shout out to Big T and Blue Knight. Our friends over at the Midnight Truck Stop and 911 Radio. Let's go over some birthdays, Paula. Celebrating this week, Hannah Cooper. I'm not supposed to have favorites, but she is my favorite player <laughs> that I ever coached in 24 years of coaching high school and college women's basketball. Shout out to Hannah Cooper, who is still local. Works on Capitol Hill. Hannah, you are an amazing story. You never quit. And I hope you encourage those who you come into contact with to never quit. My girl, Melanie has a birthday. Melanie, you are celebrating a birthday. We are going to celebrate with you. We're going to contact you. I'm going to send you some, some jokes. I'm going to try to be a little bit funny, but I love you, girl. And you have a birthday coming up. All right, Paula. Yes. 
anything you want to open up the show with for the people? Um, let's start with talking about this weather. All right, talk about the weather part. If you're going to talk about it, talk about it. I just don't understand it. Okay, well, t- tell the people why because they're not where you are. Well, I I don't know. I don't know if it's going like um, this all throughout the country. But right now, the weather is 51 degrees, okay. and it's the evening, granted, but it's been unseasonably cold, Okay, and it's not supposed to be like this at the end of May All right, in the area that we are at. Okay. I'm not happy. Okay. Because a couple of weeks ago, it was like 90. Right. Mid-80s, 90. Right. And today, it was like a high of like 60. I don't think we got that far. I'm kidding. (laughs) So, okay. So there we go. I mean, I have on jeans and a sweatshirt and I was a little chilled. I don't understand this. All right. Well, needless to say, we will not. This is not a typical weekend for opening pools. Our pool has already been opened. Our kids already swam, but they will not be swimming this weekend with highs in the 50s. And it's funny because I got a text and I sent it to you from... Our county saying, hey, just so you know, pools are going to be closing early. And I'm thinking, who? Who the hell is swimming right who? now when it's 54 degrees outside? What? Why, why do they have to? What? Why do they have to make such an announcement? Right. Like, who is at the pool? Well, here's the thing. Yes. Typically, we open the pool before Memorial Day. Yeah. And we did do that. Yeah. I mean, people have probably followed the the swimming pool chronicles of Curtis and Paula. <laughs> All right, so we, we opened the pool probably a month ago. Yeah. Or we, we started, you know, the process, process. Uh, filling up the pool, balancing the pool, getting the chemicals right. Uh, Rosie and Steve, you got, I bet you, yeah, I know you guys are daredevils. I bet you didn't swim this weekend. Oh, I, I hope bet not. you didn't swim this weekend. Uh, but uh, our friends Rosie and Steve had their pool. Edwin and Amy, we, we helped them with their pool. And the, unfortunately, they started this week and it wasn't warm enough. But no they, warmth. But the chemicals are right. Yeah. The, the water is balanced. So they just need a little bit of sun. A lot of sun. Okay, yeah. That's because true. that pool water is is, is struggling Chilled. right now. It is struggling right now. But I mean, the kids have gotten in the pool once. Our, our kids? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about them now. Our well, kids yeah, yeah. got in the pool. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, usually at this time, we're in the pool enjoying it. Yeah, not this year. Well, it's going to be sunny tomorrow. The highs will be in the 70s. But that pool water maintains, it has a memory. It does. And it remembers the past two or three nights. And it will not be warm for sweat. I mean, I'll throw the kids in there. I don't care. But they're going to freeze their little butts off. <laughs> that's what they're going to do. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not happy with the weather. All right. So that's, that is her opening. Our opening is after 96 years of life. Born in 1924. My grandmother has passed. She passed last Tuesday. She was with us for 96 years, uh, which means she was with us for all of my life. And... Uh, the, the matriarch of the family is what, what they would Definitely. say. Never an ill word for everyone. My grandmother's quality of life was very good for almost all of those 96 years. In the past year or so, uh, nursing home was more a, a part of what we did. But going to visit her, which we were very happy to do um, after COVID sort of started to tail off, we were able to do that. And in the past two months, I've gotten three or four visits in with her. Mm-hmm. We had a visit with her last Monday, as the nursing home said. They thought that the time was coming, and then Tuesday morning at 5 a.m., she passed. So we will memorialize her. We will have a funeral for her this week. But my grandmother, Delesta Cross, at 96 years old, has 
past. So shout out to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever given her a shout out, but now <laughs> I'm giving her a shout out. And remember, folks, give people their flowers before the funeral. All right? Now, so we're not swimming on Memorial Day. No, no, no. Okay, all right. I mean, you can. Uh, I won't be doing that. Though. I don't think you will be. Uh, what about a swim pool of liquor and I dive in? <laughs> swim pool full of liquor and I dive in. Oh, that was the song, right? It was. What's, I can't say his name. I don't know it. Oh, my God. Yep, yep, humble. Kendrick Lamar. I don't know how you came up with that. Kendrick Lamar sang swimming pool full of liquor and I dive in. That was a song. It was. I, yeah, I, it's amazing that it was. All right. Yes. Next topic. Your mother has too many bags. Talk about it, Paula. I was in her closet helping her straighten things out. And she has a bag of bags. Now, you know, sometimes, a lot of times we have bags of bags to, you know, just have so that when you have stuff, you have a bag. But she has bags upon bags upon bags upon bags like and doesn't want to get rid of them. no it's an issue like how many can uh, canvas or what are these these bags these this cloth that okay. they are uh, yeah i don't know like yeah it's like a fake canvas almost yeah so how many canvas bags does your mother need she has those and then she has hospital like plastic bags from the hospital mm-hmm. it, it it's bags upon bags it's and she doesn't want to get rid of them. And no. I don't understand why. So what happens at some point in your life when you turn that corner and you collect yes. all this stuff? I certainly would not put her in the category of hoarders. No, but, no, no. But, you know, because you see the TV show. We, yeah. We saw a house a few doors down. And that dude was a hoarder. That was like five, six years ago. But he had a nice fridge and we bought that. And he didn't know we bought it because he was in the hospital at the time and him and his wife were breaking up. And the fridge that we have, if you ever come to our house, no. the wonderful <laughs> French door... Freezer or French door refrigerator we have from Whirlpool with the freezer at the bottom with the ice maker and water on the front that is stainless steel that I don't know how we're going to get it out of our house because it is wedged into the refrigerator spot in our kitchen. I can't get it out. We've tried. I don't know how it got in. Me and Chrissy did something. I don't know what we did. We, but I'll tell you what happened. That that's a story. So we had a guy and a woman who lived up the street from us. Uh, One, two. Two doors down. Yeah. And the guy was not nice. No, he was, he was not, nice. not nice. He would all. never say, his wife always said hello to us. Mm-hmm. He never said a word to me. I'm like, you know, I've heard some stories about him. You know what? I don't need no friends. I'm good. I don't need to be your friend, Jim. Um, <laughs> and so he never said a word to us. So at some point <laughs> over the course of their marriage, she disappeared. Yeah. We didn't see her anymore. Um, I believe they broke up and in hindsight, they did break up. Yeah. Okay, so Jim was just there by himself. And then, I don't know, a year, 18 months later, we see, uh, do you remember her name? Cecilia. Yeah. Jim and Cecilia. I'm going to call you out right here on the Curtis and Paula show. We see Cecilia comes back. So maybe they got back together. She has a daughter or he had a daughter that visited with a baby sometime. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then one day we see an ambulance (laughs) come by. No no one died. Um, At least as of that time. I can't say where they are now. And Jim was taken off to the hospital. So next thing we know, we're doing yard work. And I think Cecilia calls you down to the house. Now, you don't have a relationship with her other than hi from two doors down. That's it. Maybe if she drives down the street in her turquoise sob. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, she would wave. But no relationship none, beyond none. knowing that she's a neighbor two doors down. Right. 
She calls you up to the house, and I feel like she was somewhat frantic or under some sort of pan- panic of anxiety yeah. or, or stress or what have you. And why don't you tell them what that was like? So she said that she was, Jim was in the hospital and she was trying to leave. Um, and she wanted to get rid of some stuff. And she asked us if we were interested in the fridge. And I said, in the meantime, though, she gave you some other. Oh, items. yeah. She gave us a bunch of stuff for the kids. And yeah, Play-Doh our kids were younger at that time. And it was interesting because, like, the Play Doh was perfectly packaged in baggies. And then put into contain like into containers, like Tupperware containers. And she explained it as Jim was very particular and like very OCD about these kinds of things. But as you go into the house, you well, see. Well, you hadn't gotten into the house well, yet. Well, I, I, okay, I know. So she gave you all that stuff. So she gave me all the stuff for the kids and it was like all brand new, but just repackaged, which was fine. I mean, perfect condition, great stuff. So then, eventually, we go into the house. We're not there. We're not, okay. we're not, we're not, we haven't okay. gone into the well, house then you yet. tell the story, and I'll just interject. <laughs> this so, was like five, ten years ago. I don't remember the story. So first. she, it seemed like she was distraught and not too happy with him. How do you remember this stuff? And therefore, she's giving away his stuff, like his generator. Well, I remember, remember? that, Remember? Yeah. She gave us... His generator. I flipped that bad boy. I put it on eBay and sold it. But, you know, so she gave us his gym generator. Um, his generator? You know what? I was going to do that, but I didn't do that. I know. Uh, maybe some tools and some odds and ends. I feel like we had a, a, a menagerie of things yeah, we that did. she gave us from him. And so then it came to the fridge. And she had a refrigerator. She described it as I just did. French doors, water and ice on the front, bottom freezer, no problem. She said she couldn't necessarily give that away because it was newer. Yeah. And she he left her with no money, you know, and so she wanted to sell it to us. Uh, she said she would sell it for like 500 bucks. And she felt terrible. Right. And she didn't know if that was a fair price. Just let me know if it's not enough or if it's too much money. And between the two of us, I guess we thought, lady, if you stop talking, I'll go to the bank right now and get your money. Right. Because it retails. Yeah. I mean, we just bought a fridge for this house and that was 1700 Right. And it doesn't have water on the front. Right. I mean, that's 2021 prices versus 2015, let's say. Right. But uh, so we gave her 500 bucks. Chrissy and I went over to the house to, uh, we had to take the, the doors off of it, maybe to fit it through the door. Mm-hmm. And we literally on a hand cart, rolled it two doors down, put it in our house. Um, no, no. But, um, you know, when you went in to see the fridge, yeah. you know, we had never been in that home. It's one of the larger homes on the block. All of our homes uh, in their original built state are one-story homes with anywhere between 800 and 1,200 square feet. These are simple. World War II homes. The closets are small, not a ton of electricity. People lived simpler then. Uh, but we bought one of those homes. We've certainly done some modifications to it and all of that jazz. But their home sits on a larger footprint. I don't know if he used the original home and built on top or knocked it down. Whatever he did, it's a three-story house now. It's huge. Right. And um, our, our very good friend Dan lives there now. Um, he's done a wonderful job at the home. It's a beautiful home. However, yes, uh, Jim, while him and Cecilia were broken up for the year to 18 months, he stopped paying the mortgage. Yeah. He stopped caring about a lot of things in life, it seems. And the home was foreclosed on, so our man Dan got a decent deal on it, whatever. 
but you went in the house to check out other items that she thought we could want or buy. I think a chandelier might have been one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not on our script, but we're going to talk about this. So when you went in the house with photos that you have, Paula, and if anyone wants to see the photos, oh, she'll share them with you. <laughs> um, and she still has them. Uh, tell us about the home, Paula. It was disgusting. Oh, in a word? Disgusting. <laughs> tell us how it was disgusting, Paula. It was just piles of stuff and dirt and like it wasn't like poop and stuff like that but i mean like there were i remember to to the living room to the left there was an aquarium that was like filthy and the kitchen had we talk about this all the time it was like an above the range microwave but it was yes. not above the range anymore Correct. and it was missing the keypad like the whole thing where you would type in time cook one minute 30 seconds that whole keypad from time cook all the way down to surface light right. that whole rectangle that's <laughs> that on the right side in. was just a big asshole nothing was there right right no, nothing it was, it was gone. gone gone i don't know why they still had it you can't use it anymore all the keypad was gone i'll tell you what it could have been put into the big recycling or trash bin that was in the middle of the kitchen. We've talked to y'all about these brute trash cans before. And the we big, told you to like get the 96-gallon <laughs> joint or the 64-gallon. <laughs> Don't go cheap and get the 32-gallon. You're putting two bags of trash in there. And if you only compile two bags of trash, you might live in a condo, an apartment. They have a trash chute. You don't need a trash can. If you live in a home, get the big brute trash can. Because Jim and Cecilia had that. In the middle of their kitchen. In the middle of their kitchen, they had an outdoor trash can just with trash in it yeah and then they had a stairwell going upstairs to the bedroom i don't even know if all the steps were on the stairwell <laughs> they were still with the um what's the board well they like plywood or whatever yeah, it was still plywood it was they nothing weren't done it wasn't finished it was just the and there was drywall all over it was just it was a mess and i mean and they had cats and it was it was just not nice Let, let's talk about that fridge Okay. So the fridge that we purchased from Jim and Cecilia. Oh, yes. We rolled it down the street. And I don't know if we actually put it in the house to start. No. Because when you look in the fridge, there was, I mean, it was it was a newer fridge. <clears throat> but, you know, every once in a while, maybe once a month, take everything out the fridge, wipe it down. Sure. Clean it. Use some Lysol spray, like the the... The disinfectant that you can wipe down. Yeah, I mean, Some 409. your milk bottle might get a little bit of over spillage and get a little crusty. You, you might have some gravy in that bad boy that, that gets hit by something. It tips over and it's it falls to the yeah, bottom I mean, of the happens. fridge. You, you need to wipe that fridge out once a month. If, sure. you, if you're not doing that, you're trifling. And if I'm calling you trifling, yes, I'm calling you trifling. But clean your fridge out maybe once a month. Take everything out, put it on the counters. Throw away stuff that is expired or that you know you have no chance of using, but wipe it out. And after you spray the 409 or Simple Green or Mr. Clean, then wipe it a second time with just a wet rag because you don't want your fridge smelling like Simple Green and your foods smelling like Simple Green or Mr. Mr. Clean or 409 or whatever agent you use. It could be Kaboom. Your I don't agent. know. I don't care. But clean it out once a month because you're trifling if you don't. Anyway... They had all kinds of spills <laughs> and all kinds of chills and cat hair and uh, all kinds of stuff that was caked on inside the fridge. Like after it was rolled down here and it was on our back porch, it sat out there for a couple of days and it was crusted 
And I was, I remember thinking, this is absolutely disgusting. Like we had to spray it and wipe it probably three or four times. And let it set for, and then let it just, do the water thing, the, the, the wet rags, and just let it sit outside. So whatever smells are in there, I, I'd rather it smell like outside than whatever came out of their home. Right, and I remember thinking, oh God, this is disgusting. And, and was like, this a bad idea? Right, and you can't clean out the um, the bottom filter, or not the filter, but like the motor part where all that dust comes through. You can only do so much there, like vacuuming it out. So I was thinking, oh God, what are, we bringing, a, right, yeah. what are we bringing into our home? But the moral of the story is... Five, six years later, we have a great fridge. That's stuck into... It, it got yeah. wedged into... Yeah, I don't know if it's coming out of the house. Like, I hope it never stops working. You guys tried to unwedge it some for some reason. Yeah, because we were doing something to the floors. And that yeah. bad boy was not coming out. So I promise you, when we buy our next fridge, we are paying for the delivery mm-hmm. and, and for the removal. Yes. <laughs> we are paying for the removal of the next one. I hear that as a setup. Let, hey, let them fools deal with it. Best Buy can deal with it. Because Best Buy is a great place to buy appliances and they deliver on time and they deliver early and their guys go above, above and beyond. beyond. Yeah, they, they do. do. Um, why is it that we don't do? Oh, don't go to Home Depot to get your installation and all that because that's a racket. We may have talked about that already on the podcast, but that's a racket. We ain't dealing with them. Home Depot has lost our business for delivery services because the contractors they hire are booty. That's what they are. <laughs> They're booty. All right. Our daughter had a friend in preschool. His last name was Booty. I thought it was his first name. Maybe. Oh, yeah. It was his first name. And she was so cute. She was like three or four. And she would be like, his name is Booty. And then she would laugh and she would have this little giggle. It was so cute. Booty. Well, the boy's name is Booty. He has to change his name. Booty. He can't go through life with that name. Come on. It was her. She was so cute when she said that. Booty. Just like we were on a Zoom the other day with a woman and her name was Negras. N-E-G-R-A-S. You've got to change your name. You've got to change your name. You're not... Go- or Negress. N- Negress. Ne- not- no, Negra. I thought it was Negra? an S. I thought it was, a, I thought it was an S on the end of oh, it. Oh, was it? I don't Be know. S or no S. You can't go through your whole life with a name like Booty or Negress. It just... It sounds too much like stuff no, that we don't want to hear. No, it was Nagar. Nagar, yeah, N E G A R. Yes, N E G A R was this woman's name, Nagar. Oh my goodness, what a name. That's tough. So, the moral of the story is um, we don't know how the fridge is getting out. We love the fridge. Don't name your child Booty or Nagar. Right. And don't buy a fridge from Jim and Cecilia unless you're planning on cleaning it out. And it's like a full clean. We're not talking about a quick clean. No. No. We're talking about a full clean, but we do have that fridge, and some of you who listen to this podcast have eaten some great food that came out of that fridge with cat hair. But it's been cl- like sanitized many times since Maybe. then. I mean, before the COVID. Oh, yeah. Before the COVID. Been, <laughs> I mean, it was sanitized so thoroughly prior to it actually entering our home. Whirlpool themselves called us up and said, how did you get it so <laughs> yes. clean? So that's how that worked. They said, thank you very much for And don't be trifling. Get us. the water filters, too, because you're supposed to change those like every oh, three yeah. months or whatever. And there's light that comes on. I know people out there see the light come on. They don't do it. Order just put two, a piece of tape over it. Right. Order two of the filters now. I know they cost $29.99 each. I know yeah. they do. But you want clean water coming out of the thing, right? Well, stop being trifling. Go to Amazon. Type in what you got. Whirlpool X1C. Why does the model number have to be so long? X1C WD HD 14F 001891FJ. 
Do they have that many fridges out there that that combination is what actually works because they don't want to repeat a combination? If you repeat a combination of a model number you had from 1914, that bad boy ain't around no more. You could reuse it. And it probably didn't have a water filter. It probably didn't have a water filter. There you go. All right. So Diane has too many bags. That's the other. And your mom has too many clothes as well. Every time her mom comes back down to visit, she don't even bring clothes no more. She ships them in advance so Paula can look through them and see if she wants them. How many boxes of clothes is your mother going to send? She has too many clothes. Well, she's trying to get rid of them. So she gives them to us so she can junk up our house? So it could be Diane Hordes part two in our home? Well, and then I go, go through them and whatever I don't want, then we just get rid of. How many clothes do you need? Not Diane many. Jr.? <laughs> Well, you know, it's also having a variety of sizes of clothes. How many Coles tank tops do you need? Look, if I can do it, you can do it. Because you could have gotten on me years ago. I had a lot you know, of stuff. Well, let me tell you. The Why don't you tell me? Let's go. Let's go. So I get sent these clothes or given these clothes. And then you're like, okay, let's do a fashion show, which I don't want to do because I don't want to try on all these clothes. And so we go through this fashion show and you're like, oh, keep that. Did you say let's go? Is yes, that what you said? Let's go. All right. <laughs> Round one. Round one. Paula, let's do a fashion show. Okay, Curtis, reluctantly, I say. So let's do a fashion show. Oh, Paula, keep that. Paula, keep that. Paula, keep that. I don't eh, say that to everything. Not sure about that. Okay, I'll put that one to the side. That's the end of round one. I won that round. How did you You didn't even knock me down yet. I'm going to knock you out. That's every, <laughs> almost like out of every, out of 10, 20 things, there's maybe one thing that you're like, oh, maybe not. So I don't, I don't prove everything then. You like maybe like 2% of the clothes. You you're are, like, you're no. telling the people, <gasps> you're telling the people a lie. That is not true. I told you to keep that Hawaiian shirt. You thought that would look good that with some white crop pants. Horrific. It was not. Your mom liked it. <laughs> so so I think like a 70-something-year-old lady. That's perfect. All right. All right. You know what? One of our sponsors is Gene the Barber. Over the years, you have made fun of how hostility I am because he how comes. Hostility? Yeah, hostility. I've never so heard he, of that word. Okay, well, now you have. So, <gasps> so you make fun of me because I, ladies and gentlemen I have not had a regular appointment or made regular appointments at a barber shop in probably 20 years my barber comes to the home okay that's just the way we do it and you know what I pay more than you pay at the barber shop for him to come to the house that's a, no problem but you when was the last time you've been to a barber shop Miss High Sadiddy I'm not going to com comment on that because I don't know what hostility means. Okay, when was the last time you went into a, a place that cuts hair? Not, I don't know when, because now you have someone who comes to the house too. Miss, Miss, uh, what does your mom call it? Pretentious. Well, I was in Walmart today and they cut hair. But did you get your hair cut there? Matter of fact, you got your hair cut today. Well, I got Where my hair go? cut today. Where, where'd you get your hair cut today, Paula? In my kitchen. Exactly, because you have someone who comes to the house too. Well, here's the thing. Before that, I cut my own hair. Okay, so you still haven't been to a barbershop or a haircut place. When's the last time you cut your own hair? I know I never have. Well, okay. What? So just don't call me pretentious because I have a barber that comes to my house on a regular standing schedule. You have created this bouginess. In you? Yeah. So you're not so you can't think for yourself? I would you never go. have go thought the, about this. Go to the hair cuttery. No. And that's where I would have gone. Okay, well, why aren't you going there? I will. 
No, you won't because you have someone who comes to you and you don't mind that at all. You ain't got to go nowhere. I'll tell you what. It was crazy to see all of the hair on the floor. She cut off a lot of hair. Oh, she got your hair, Chelsea's hair, and your mom's hair. Well, yeah, but just my hair. It was oh, okay. a lot. And my hair is very blonde. Okay, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. It's just very, like, old. The point is, you're still you, you're getting your hair cut at home now. And not because I made you do it. I'm a, I didn't create that. I didn't make. I didn't put the idea in your head. COVID put the idea in my head. Okay, well, whatever that might be. You going to blame everything on COVID now? No, I'm not blaming everything that was 2020. on COVID. This is 2021, Paula. Are people still wearing masks? Are people going to the barbershops and the salons? Yes. Then why aren't you? Why aren't you? Because I'm pretentious. You are. Okay, I want my hair cut at home. That's where I want it done. And, the barber, and it gives him a break from the shop. Okay. So it, it's a match made in heaven. And you like it when my barber, Gene the Barber, comes over. He makes I do. He's laugh. funny. He's funny. Yeah. He is funny. He just came back from Florida. He was in Florida for 10 days. He travels. Speaking of COVID. That's what. <laughs> All right. So there's one thing I do want to talk about. And really? I think that there's a few things because you've already done a few. Well, excuse me, Miss Cecilia is my best friend. And she's crying on my shoulder about, you know, her husband's Play-Doh or whatever. <laughs> her husband's Play-Doh. So there's oh, sc- wait, I didn't finish that thought. Okay. So he's crazy oh, yeah, he and is. obsessive compulsive about rebagging the Play-Doh and like in perfect containers, but yet the house was a pigsty. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't that doesn't match it up. It doesn't for you. match at all. Oh, and by the way, he's never spoken to me. And people in the neighborhood would have known at that time my schedule. Every morning at 8 30, I leave, I walk the kids to school. Yeah. If it's bad weather, I'll drive the kids to school. The school ain't nothing but a mile, so we can walk it. But in bad weather or when Curtis is lazy, we drive it. Okay? Sure. So we do that. One day, this fool, Katie, this joker decides he's going he's going to walk down to our house when only Chrissy was there and knock on the door. And it's my suspicion he wanted to talk about that generator. Now, you ain't never talked to me before. And I got cameras on the house. I see you show up, blah, blah, blah. But you're waiting for me to leave. You notice the NRA sign on the front door and you notice how you waited until I was gone. Jim, I dare you. Come by the house now, you asshole. He might not be with us any longer. He might not be. But I know if he comes inside my house, it's going to be some things. It's going to be some smoke in the city. Okay. They never talked to me and want to try to intimidate Chrissy. What's wrong with that fool? Anyway, um, I believe this weekend coming up. I don't believe it's this weekend now, but I believe the weekend that's getting ready to come up. There's a school locally. Uh, The name of that school is Gonzaga College High School. They have a graduation on Sunday. The class of 21 will graduate in the church. I think they use the field as well. What have you. The young men of the Jesuit tradition at Gonzaga College High School are going to graduate. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's over 200 young men. That's awesome. Um, They do a great job with the young men down there. Their academic program is wonderful. They produce wonderful young men. They are men for others. They have a great athletic program. I know a couple of the coaches down there. Proud to call them my friends. They're graduating on Sunday. However. However. The class of 2021 cannot graduate yet. Why? Because on Saturday, the day before, they're bringing back all of the young men from the class of 2020 who did not get a proper graduation, and they're going to graduate them and turn some tassels first. All but three of the graduating class of 2020 will be in attendance in 2021 to roll back the time 
course, they already got their diplomas and everything, but to actually have the ceremony that they were supposed to have for graduation commencement, I think that's a wonderful thing. And if I were wearing a hat, hats off to the Gonzaga College High School, you know, board and the teachers, the faculty, staff, and administration for coming up with that idea, they're going to give those young men their proper graduation. I think the few that can't make it are in the military, mm -hmm. and we understand why they wouldn't be able to make it. But sure. that is what Gonzaga College High School is going to do. So kudos to them for doing that. I think that's so awesome for the kids as well as for the parents. I mean, you know, they've put in so much time, even though it's a year removed. But in 20 they, years when they see that right. those photos, who's going to know it was a right. year removed, I mean, right? And that'll just be, be part of their story for their kids and for their grandkids to you know kind of sum up covid and everything i mean like i said i mean that'll be part of their story which is awesome it's part of everyone's story now but yeah now they they but they spun it they spun it into still yeah. getting that graduation it's, it's it's fascinating it's it's really cool that they're doing that i'm so glad that they're doing that yeah. um ladies and gentlemen we want to take a break to say spread the word help us get followers and listeners it's at curtis and paula on facebook twitter and instagram that's curtis and paula and curtis is with a k and our website's www.curtisandpaula.com. Remember, you can listen to us, oh boy, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Amazon Music, on Apple Podcasts, on Buzzsprout, and 15 plus platforms where you can hear this content. You should subscribe because when you subscribe, your phone will give you a little buzz. You're going to think that... You know, a bee stung you, but it's not. It's just Curtis and Paula. Uh, it's just us. It's just us. Don't We're be here. worried. Another episode. Boom. Hit the button. Like Katie listens to us on her walks. I know every now and then Lynn says, well, I have to catch up. But she catches up and she she chops it up a little bit with me on that. So, Lynn, I haven't mentioned you in a while. But guess what? We're going to see you like within the next 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Um, so... Hey, help us spread the word. Tell one person. If each of you tells one person to listen to the Curtis and Paula show, our numbers will go up. We like numbers. We do. We like when people listen, and we want you to tell us the content that you want to hear. What did you do today, Paula? You and uh, Chelsea went out to Walmart. Well, we, you went to lunch. Go ahead. We did. We went to lunch, and we were hemming and hawing back and forth about where to eat, and so we decided on Sardi's. And we haven't been there in a long time, and which is per. per <laughs> Peruvian chicken. It was so good. Peruvian chicken. So we had that. And then we went over to Walmart. And I don't know. I haven't been to Walmart in so long. And it can, it's just so much fun to walk around there. And I know Lynn's shaking in her shoes hearing this. Uh-oh. But it's just, I mean, it has everything. You could spend three, four hours in there. I could spend a day in there. <laughs> How about that? You can go to housewares. You can go to uh, seasonal. I mean, I didn't hit everything. You go. They got sporting goods. They do. They got TVs. They do. do they sell appliances. I don't know if they do. No. Not I even mean, like microwaves. The small appliances. Yeah, they. Sell. But not fridges, washers, and no, dryers no, 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 and stuff. No. They have linens. Oh yeah. Home stuff. Yeah. Tapestries. Yes. Can you buy a cooler there? I told Chelsea. I'm glad that you weren't there because they had a huge. The Mama Jamma cooler? Yes, in blue I, this time. I'm going back up there. I said your father would be getting one. Can you buy some socks? I bought some. Uh, did you really? I did. I bought black ones. Can you buy, buy flip-flops? I sure can. I looked at them. Undershirts? Yes. Honey Nut Cheerios? Definitely. You know what you can get there? What? You can get ribs, a whole rack of ribs for $1.94 per pound. You I don't can. know what y'all pay for ribs, but I've seen ribs as much as $3.99, $4.99, $5.99, pork spare ribs. 
194 per pound they got ribs you got you about four racks of them bad boys didn't you I sure did that's gonna last us at least through the summer yeah we don't make ribs that much i would say once every few weeks maybe yeah i feel like i don't remember even making them hardly last summer i well, think you're right i don't think we like did once or, maybe, maybe once or twice we did but for, i mean it was just us right and typically when we make ribs it's because we have folks coming over so but maybe we did i don't remember but you know we got smart though I don't know if it was you or Chrissy that suggested bagging them up in a half a rack. Half rack at a time because we do a whole rack that for the four of us, we can't eat it all. And that we will throw some away. And I hate throwing away food, even at $1.94 a pound. But I tell you what, Lidl has ears of corn for 25 cents each. Y'all better go hit Lidl and go get them. Y'all want some corn. Yellow car mats. Uh, You you got some car mats. We did. You did get some car mats. I should have got, even though it was, I should have got a back mat for my car. What to put in your seat for the backpack? Oh, the back uh, mat uh, yeah, uh, for the cargo area. Yeah. Oh well, we can get one. I didn't think about. We can that certainly one. get one. Can you get a uh, 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 Capri Suns? Sure. Bottles of water. Yes. Crayons. 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 Can you get some tennis shoes? Yes. Can you get? They had um, bootleg Air Force Ones. All right. Can you get air fresheners? Yes. You can probably go. They got some media over. You can buy some books too, can't you? Yes. Man, you can buy everything. Can you buy an Xbox? Yes, they have CDs. I don't know. Who is buying CDs? I want to know, who is the fool that's going there? If you're buying CDs, I don't like you very much. I'll tell you a funny story. I don't know how funny it really will be once I say it. When I was in um, college, I, I don't know, there was a CD I wanted to buy. I want to say, actually, I think it was DMX. I wanted to buy a CD. So hey, I went to rest in peace. <laughs> so I went to Walmart and bought it. Or maybe it was Jay-Z. And then I was listening to it. And then I realized all Walmart, all Walmart, all, why can't I speak? All Walmart CDs were parental advisory. So everything was edited. Ooh, that's not good for you. Cause that's not what you wanted. No. I'm oh, sorry. It was a bummer. It was a bummer. So you can get just buy anything you want at Walmart. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, and the prices are so amazing except for pool supplies. Pool supplies are in, pool in high demand and low supply right now. I said to the guy, I said, where are the pool supplies? He said, you see where the umbrellas are? He said, you go down the aisle to the right. That's all we have. And he was, I mean, hardly anything. Mm. So glad I am over the top and bought all of our stuff in March. <laughs> like I bought stuff that we can use next season. Oh, yeah. I had a feeling. I just with, you know, last year with COVID, Everyone wanted to get a pool, and it was hard to get it. There were some scammers out there trying to make you believe you were going to buy one yeah. or you were going to get one. Um, and we we stock up. I usually stock up on things. And after eight, nine, ten years, excuse me, of having a pool, I got smart. I'm tired of spending money every few weeks on pool supplies. So what did we do this year? And partially last year, Paula put every single thing on the list we're going to need. I'm not going to like what it's going to cost, but I'm not going to have to buy it for the rest of the season. And she did that. And we got a lot of stuff. And even when I saw some extra stuff, I'm like, just go ahead and get it. And now there's a lot of pulls. You can't find the stuff we bought. You can't find the ultra ultimate algicide. Mm-hmm. You can't find, find chlorine tablets. You can't find the chlorine floats that already have the tablets in them. No, and I mean, there was a sign at Walmart that said you can't buy more than two shock and two something else. How much shock did they have? We've got enough, but how much did they have? I have no idea. I I don't know. And you know, most of the stuff was Clorox brand. Right. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but... I imagine it's just as good as yeah, any other HGH brand. HGH or whatever. We're, we're HGH people, so that's what we use, but yeah. 
Um, so you did that. Yeah, that's and fun. I was trying to get a wedding out the door because, hey, DJing is back in full force. We've had three weddings this weekend. Um, they've that's all awesome. been a success. And uh, all the gigs are booking, so we're happy to be back uh, in business or back on the road again. But uh, So I had to get a, a show out the door. And then Adam and I, we went to have lunch. We did the drive-thru at Wendy's. We sat and we ate. And then he wanted to go for a drive. Yeah, how'd that go? Let me explain to y'all how that went. We live close to Washington, D.C., Mm-hmm. All right, I can drive to Washington, D.C. 10 minutes with no traffic I can get right to the Maryland, D.C. line and then be in Upper Northwest, Washington, D.C. Sounds easy. We didn't go that way. He wanted to go through Bethesda, so we went through Bethesda, went past the school, went past Chelsea School. Then we took a turn, and we were driving for two hours. We ended up <laughs> in Poolsville. I didn't know I could take that route to go to Poolsville. So funny. We went so far that River Road ran out. I ran out of River Road. We were near the Potomac River. I was in. River. I was by some hunting grounds. I saw a sign that said, "If it moves, shoot it." That's where I was. Poolsville got a lot of. Light. You can't hunt around here in Kensington. You're where we no live. longer in the big city. I know. We were out in the cut, buddy, because my son wanted to go for a drive. I'm like, hell, I I know the DC area. I ain't gonna get lost. You want to bet? I had to put on maps. To get myself back. I mean, I could have I could have gone all the way back down River Road, but I just figured there was a cut that maps would tell me about. Nope, go all the way back down River Road, then make a turn. And you still gonna be on River Road. That joint, we should take that drive sometime. Very nice drive. And it was dreary today. I bet on a sunny day it'd be a real what nice. What about in the fall? It'd probably be beautiful. Oh no, I mean there was I meant to I didn't want to take pictures while I was driving, but there were some tree-lined roads that were just nothing but green. So I imagine um we gotta find that again. But it's all the way out River Road. So we'll I know that part. What so. was the saying that Night Train used to say? Ain't no place too far when you got a car. I don't know why you think that's so funny. <laughs> it's just so funny. I don't know. So we took a two-hour drive. Oh. Uh, me and my son, we missed half of the Lakers game, but that's all right. Because that's what he wanted to do, that's and that's awesome. what we did. Uh, we got home before you, but only about five minutes. Because when you told me you were on the way back, that's when we started our trek back. I'm like, ain't no way we making it back before y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you may have stopped the Safeway on the way back. No. I thought you had a Safeway bag. No. You got every, all those groceries at Walmart? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, whatever works. Because I was asking you, was there anything you Oh, no. It's a Sardi's bag. A Sardi's bag. Maybe yeah. I know it was a non-Walmart yeah, yeah, bag. Yeah. I'm like, And what? in my world, you had to go to Safeway because you had some other stuff to pick yeah, up. Sardi's. But you didn't. And Safeway damn sure didn't have ribs for 194 pounds. No. It would not have had that. Mm-hmm. So we come to the final piece of what I want to talk about. Let's do it. Home Depot the depot so look okay the first issue we had with home depot ever was four or five years ago we bought a uh, dishwasher and your mother and i bought the dishwasher for you yeah or uh, a christmas gift and i thank you all right so when we bought it we paid let's say 49 dollars to have it installed sure guys come by it's like 83 of them really it's like three or four of them way too many for an easy install Three or four people come by, including one kid who had to be a teenager. Maybe he's learning. I don't know. And of course, the guy wants to tell me he's a contractor under Home Depot, but doesn't work for Home Depot. And he says, hey, we're going to have to charge you extra because these are old pipes or hoses and it wouldn't work. So we have to do this. I said, nope, you got to do it with what you got there. I paid for this, blah, blah, blah. So they start working on it. No problem. So they got to go to the truck and get something. They're talking something. I'm like, what, what are you talking What's going on here, dude? Well, I told you it's going to cost you extra, blah, blah. I said, and I told you, nope. 
you can put everything back in your bucket and you can bounce because I'm not paying extra. And we didn't. The way I figured it, we had a somewhat modern dishwasher in there already. Yeah. And that one lasted from the time I bought the house and so, because we never replaced it. And it it didn't die. It didn't die. What was it? We just wanted to get one. I think we just wanted to be stainless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is what what I figure. Yeah. For better or for worse. Turns out for better because it worked and it's been working all these years. This is how a dishwasher works. It needs electricity. Mm -hmm. There was a plug back there because there was already a dishwasher that existed there. Sure. Let me tell you what else has to happen. Yep. Water has to come in. Sure. And water has to go out. There you go. As far as I can tell, that's only two hoses I got to deal with. There you go. Guess what happened that night? What? Me, you, and Chrissy put that bad boy in and installed it, never having done it before with no extra parts with the existing stuff that was there. Right. Those guys lied to me. Showed you it. Need or, or their wealth of knowledge does not exceed ours for installing a dishwasher, <laughs> which I hope if they're contractors who install dishwashers, they know more than us. Or maybe they're just savvy enough to tell people they need to get extra stuff because people don't know any better. You guys are assholes. <laughs> so up to our modern day Home Depot story. <laughs> we go, Adam and I go a few days ago to Home Depot to look for a wheelbarrow. How did that go? Our wheelbarrow, I'm going to say conservatively, is 8 to 10 years old. Definitely. It is a great wheelbarrow with wooden handles. And after a while, those wooden handles, they can splinter up. Sure. Right? And, you know, some parts of the wheelbarrow are rusty. You don't always store it like you're supposed to. It's going to be outside every now and then. It takes a beating. I'm okay buying a wheelbarrow every 8 to 10 years. Yeah. So you and I had looked for wheelbarrows online. Adam says he don't want to look online. He wants to go in the store because there'll be more time we can hang out and look for a wheelbarrow. I'm cool with that. Sure. But I do take a sneak peek at Home Depot online. want to make sure they have some. Yeah. They got like 22 in stock. Sounds of good. Of the one that I think we'll probably get. Mm-hmm. We go there. There ain't none there. But there's 22. Well, they're in the back. Oh. My girl who told me about the Nandinas... She walked around with me trying to find wheelbarrows, talked to another young man. The young man said, oh, I think they're putting them together in the back. So can I buy one that's not put together? They didn't even offer me that option. So you know what? I left it alone. A couple days later, you and I decide we're going to get a wheelbarrow. We go online. We buy the wheelbarrow. It's not available. The one we want is not available at our local Home Depot. So we go to the next city over Bethesda. They have it. They're going to let me know when it's available. Now, I don't know why it takes so long for them to pull stock and text me and tell me it's available, but okay, they text me and tell me it's available. Boom, we're going to go get the wheelbarrow. Let's pick it up. Before I can even get out the seat, I get a call on my phone. It says Home Depot. I said, hello. They said, yes, is this Kirk Cross? Yes. Did you order a wheelbarrow? And I'm starting to tell them, no, maybe there's fraud on my account. But yes, I said, yes, we ordered. Well, it's not put together, and we just want to know if you want to put together or not. No problem. I'm cool. We want it put together. I, Paula hears him on the phone, so she says, put together. That's the way we want it. He says, well, our assembler's not here. This was Saturday. So it'll probably be Tuesday or Wednesday. No, he comes in on Tuesday, or the person, I think he said he, comes in on Tuesday to, you know, he's our assembler, and it won't be ready till Wednesday or Thursday. You mean to tell me <laughs> that in big-ass Home Depot... They only have one person who assembles stuff. Now, now, the goal with Home Depot is if there's stuff to be assembled, they want you to buy it. I would assume. So you mean everyone who bought something 
from the time I bought it or before on Saturday and on Sunday and on Monday, Memorial Day weekend, probably your biggest sale day of the year. Especially wheelbarrows. I mean, people are planting stuff like crazy right now. It's that time of year. Yeah. You and know, wheelbarrows, aren't che- wheelbarrows aren't cheap. We ain't even getting to that. I wasn't even on the agenda to talk about, but why we pay $119 for a wheelbarrow, That's I don't know. However. Godly. And get the six cubic feet one. Don't get the four cubic feet one. I That's shall. Too, you're just too shallow. pissed off. Yeah, you're going to be mad about that. But why are you allowing me to buy a wheelbarrow that has to be put together and your assembler person won't be in for the rest of Saturday, Sunday, or my, why would the assembler person ever get two days off? Well, because they work a five-day work week. You know what? That's a great idea. Why do you only have one assembler, though? Yeah, why do you have only one assembler? Why can't... So if that assembler every- caught, caught COVID, and according to protocol, had to be out for 14 days, ain't nothing going to get assembled for 14 days? Can't somebody else just read the instructions? I mean, you well, don't have would, to go to a certain class. How do you know that reading the instructions would make a successful wheelbarrow build? Well, tell me why. So glad you asked. Yes. Because we purchased unassembled wheelbarrow. Right. Brought it home. Uh-huh. And Adam and I assembled said wheelbarrow. So an 11-year-old helped out. Sure did. But can nobody at Home Depot do it? No. Because the assembler is off. So I discovered my job after I retire. If I don't become a Walmart greeter, I will be a Home wheelbarrow, Depot assembler? wheelbarrow assembler. But this might be only seasonal. Oh, I can assemble many things. <laughs> okay. Like grills. Grills. You, have you done that? I have. But that's seasonal. You got to get something in the winter. Fire pits. Fire pits. So there you go. So, so now you're working out the season. You know what else I have put together? I know I did when I was a lot younger. You put together that cart in the kitchen. I did. And you time-lapsed it. The, yeah, I did. The um, <laughs> tool kit with the drawers. The, the the Stanley joint? Yeah, my father had one. I put that together many, many moons ago. They're either gray or red. That's it. It was red. Uh, they might have black now, but gray or red. That's yeah. usually what they are. Them joints are not unheavy either. Those are not seasonal. Those are not seasonal. See, I'm securing... Future in- employment? Yes. <laughs> Future income? See? Residual. See, you're trying to do that. You're trying to make that money. See? So you got you got marriage on the menu. I do. You got marriage on the menu. I call them flutes. They call because oh, they're shaped like. So what they wanted to do was they wanted to get like a drinking with the stemware and all that that was shaped like the, the body of a woman and like think like Catherine the Great or something. Ah! They call flutes. Right, right, right. It's nutritious and delicious. Stop. What? what? It's nutritious. Oh, it's like, like 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 a rap coach. Like like a rap. Yeah, I was wondering, you know, if you kind of, you know, sometime wanted to. Yeah. Are yeah. you are you asking me out on a date? <laughs> Paul and I met on AOL in 1995. She was 17. I was 21. Good Lord. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. This is Crosstalk, the Curtis and Paula show. Ray Cruz and MCF Mortgage. Ray believes that integrity is the cornerstone of his business and helping you achieve your home financing goals is his business. Located in the heart of Bethesda, Maryland, contact Ray P. Cruz today to get started. Your home mortgage or refinance options await. Call 301-761-2278 or visit raypcruz.com. Ray P. Cruz, Mortgages Intelligently. You know, there are few relationships more solid than the bond between a man and his barber. For years, I've gotten my cut with Gene the Barber. Gene has been cutting my hair for more than 20 years. Call him directly at 240-687-7253. 
and make an appointment. Gene the Barber, 240-687-7253. 